Hello everyone and welcome back to the With Joe Eby podcast. We've been talking recently, well last episode we talked about the importance of quick feedback loops, not for the sake of it, but because that's the fastest way we get uh, learning and information to kind of do what needs to be done next. Now we're going to talk about some related ideas and I want to talk to you first about the example of real estate. So I want you to think about the area you live in and the local real estate agents you're aware of right now. So if you imagine the real estate agent's journey, the real estate agent starts out with no uh, listings or houses to sell in your area. Right? They start from, from day one, from, from dot, from scratch. They've got nothing. So that person, when they're walking around and talking and people uh, wanting to sell their home and maybe they're knocking on doors or doing whatever they can to meet people who want to sell their homes and they really don't know anyone actually at the start, who might want to sell is the first problem. And so what, you know, what gives them credibility at the start? Or if you're talking to someone who hasn't sold a home before and they're sitting there and they're just young and passionate, um, but you've, you, you've got no test, they've got no testimonials, they've got no social proof, they can't talk to Mr. and Mrs. Jones up the road who uh, they sold their house for and got a good price and, and showed, showed they can do what they need to do to sell yours. So there's not a lot there to actually go off. There's all those social proof and it makes it really hard to get the first listing. So it's very famous, you know, in real estate, the hardest listing to get is the first one. And so much effort, time and energy goes into getting the first house for sale for someone else. So much time, effort and energy. You know, it might take months, might take countless calls and just get And You're basically going out there and out there till you get someone to give you a shot. And sometimes, you know, when you work in an office, obviously there's ways you can leverage other people in the office and, and work on their listings so you meet people first. But it normally takes a while for you to be uh, skilled and confident enough to go and get your own. And that's why it's, you know, one of the most famous sales-based um, industries and jobs you can have. But after you get the first listing, the second listing should be a lot easier in, in theory. Because once you've got one, Maybe you meet people at that, you know, when you're selling that home, you're running inspections, people come in looking to buy that one and they're looking to buy because they're thinking of selling their one, their house, which is around the corner. Now they're seeing you already selling a home. So it gives them a lot of confidence and there's a lot of social proof there automatically because they're seeing you do it. And so the problem you had with the first listing, which is that you've sold nothing before, is now no longer a problem for the second one. And then the third one, in theory, if you keep this momentum up, should be even easier than the second one. And on it, on it goes. Now you're having to push yourself out in the market and real estate agents do all sorts of things to get, their, get, get themselves out there. Uh, traditionally, they've knocked on doors. Obviously, they, they, you know, they make videos to advertise themselves. Um, they advertise in places, billboards and all this sort of stuff at shopping centers. They run community events, you know, they get involved in the community, so they get to know people. They do, they can do all sorts of things, There's lots of creative ways, uh, agents, you know, advertising. There's so many ways, you know, and, um, you know, really you're throwing everything at the wall at the beginning. But then what happens over time as you get more and more what we call market share and you get more and more listings in one little area, suddenly you see those for sale signboards going up all over the place with that agent's face on them. And all of a sudden, 
the momentum has been built to a point where they're actually known in the area. So instead of being that person who started out with nothing, uh, no, nothing to their name, no listings, now you've got this person who has market share, whose signboard is everywhere and everyone can see it. And then there's that thing with all the agents do, the, pros, the, the, the calls and the door knocking, it's typically called prospecting, like prospecting for gold, like looking for, you know, new work. And then I've got one friend in real estate who's, you know, worked in the industry for more than 50 years as an agent. And he doesn't have to prospect and market himself anymore because he's worked in one area for 50 years. He's done a very good job. He's built up a lot of credibility, but he's built his reputation and, and I guess brand in that area. And his signboard is always up because he's always selling so many properties. And so he is known in that area. So he doesn't actually have to go look for any work. It all comes and finds him, but he gets the most. And he's not putting effort in like the young junior who starts with zero. So the, the value and the point of this story is this, this idea of momentum and that momentum delivers compounding returns. Another example is an author. So an author starts out with no readers, no previous really written books, nothing to prove their writing. So often authors, you know, you hear all sorts of stories of authors who struggle to get published or find a publisher for their book. Um, and the same is true of, you know, people, uh, screenwriters wanting to get movies made and directors want to get funding for movies. And it's really hard. And imagine when it's hardest, it's hardest when you haven't shown that you can do it before to all the people that would, you know, what's the best indicator that someone's got a good book uh, and they've got the talent and the ability to get that book out in the world, seeing them have done it already. The problem is everyone's got to start from somewhere. You've got to start with the first one. So for an author, it's probably the hardest, you know, the first book is probably the hardest to get out there in the world, especially if you've got no other leverage. You know, if, you, if you're just, you know, so, or someone like me, you know, come sitting there one day thinking, oh, I've got the right to write a book about this uh, with, with no one knowing who you are or anything like that. So... It's the first one's the hardest. But obviously, if you're uh, J.K. Rowling, uh, you're probably not going to struggle to get a book deal these days, right? You've, you've gone through the hard work and, you know, most of them have a difficult story and she's got, you know, an interesting story too. And you go through the hard work, and ev but eventually once you've got Harry Potter books out there, everyone knows who you are as an author and you're gold and you've actually got all the publishers fighting to be the one to give you um, the book deal. And so it's compounding returns. So compounding returns, and apologize if you're not watching this video, compounding returns go like that. They start increasing slightly, slightly, but the rate at which they increase, increases, right? So it's like, instead of it taking a year, so for a real estate example, so maybe in a year they got three listings, but then 50 years later, once they're that super established person that's been there forever, you know, they probably get, um, you know, 30 listings a year or maybe 50 listings a year. And that return has kind of compounded over that time. All right. You know, JK Rowling's career has compounded, you know, the amount of time it takes her to probably get, you know, more success now uh, is, is, is probably less and less effort required because so much of the platform has been built out and it's delivering a compounding return. So it's this idea of momentum as we build momentum, as we're building up our market share and exposure in an area, our, our ability to get those compounding returns increases.
And it's a really powerful idea. And I believe this is true of all areas of life. Not just talking about these business or book examples, even in relationships. Right? Relationships can compound. Once you've gotten to know someone and you've broken down the barriers, then the resistance to enjoying more and more of a relationship with that person, platonic or romantic, uh, should get infinitely easier. And the returns of that relationship should compound over time and get even better at get better not just keep getting better at the same rate, but get better at a compounding rate. So even a more personal example is what I think about with this podcast, right? So this podcast and the idea of my even my own learning, obviously I'm trying to help facilitate learning for anyone who might be listening to this, um, but what about my own learning? And so the reality is by getting ideas down, putting them into a format where I talk to them without a guest, for at least 10 minutes um, really requires me to have clarity and precision over the thoughts and ideas. But obviously getting clarity and precision over thoughts and ideas that I've built through experience, through conversations, through sitting down and thinking, shower moments, reading a ton of books, watching a bunch of stuff. But sitting down and having to put it into content makes me master it more or learn it more and come up with new ideas too. And for that reason, the learning I get compounds over time. I get lots of momentum. But then what can I do with that learning I get from doing the podcast? I can channel it and invest it back into the podcast. Because if I'm learning more and getting better, I'm able to probably make better and better episodes over time, which also helps me to, to write better. If you know me, you know I'm very big on my writing as well. as an important platform to distribute ideas and the writing will get better and better over time as the podcasting gets better and better over time, as the learning gets better, better and over time. And it probably makes the relationships I have with work and, and personal even better over time. So they're all kind of really linked beautifully. Right? And, th- you know, it also relates to whatever business opportunities and doors I could open there. So all this momentum delivers compounding returns. The problem is when we're investing a lot of time into things or mental energy into things without actually building momentum to break down the resistance. So if you go back to the example of the author, the struggling author or the real estate agent, what's the worst thing they could do? Is to find it hard to get the first couple of listings, find it really hard to get the first book out there and give up. Because the only problem, the timing of the journey is just a matter of time if the right energy is put into it, I believe. But what certainly kills the journey is stopping the journey. And that's the simple idea for today's episode. So the questions I want to leave you with to reflect on are, where are you building momentum right now? What area of your life? It may be starting slow, but remember, it gets faster and faster as you get better and better. So where are you building momentum right now? And where do you want to build momentum? Because once you're conscious about these things, you can do them a lot lot better. The other thing is, where have you... Maybe quit too early and sacrifice momentum because you were just trying to get your first listing and to use the thousand dollars, you would, you were actually just at the first door. And the first door takes the most effort to pull open and go through because once you get used to going through the doors, it gets easier and the returns compound. Interesting to think about. You ponder that for today. 
And just remember that uh, any other resources for this stuff is found on the website, www.withjoeweeby.com. Uh, but we'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, remember that the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. Thank you. We'll see you guys tomorrow.